Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of writers and thinkers. I'm Kim Alters, and today I'd like to tell you why I'm truly mad for March Madness. Oh my goodness! The madness started on March 12th with the 2017 NCAA selection show on CBS. Hello everyone, good afternoon or good evening to you, depending on where you are. I'm Greg Gumbel, welcome to the 2017... Honestly, the waiting might have been the worst part. My heart was pounding out of my chest. Breathing was hard. Speaking incoherent in sentences was impossible. I had effectively lost all motor control. We are three quarters of the way through the brackets. A lot of teams still await their fate, including Arizona, Pac-12 champs, Northwestern, still awaiting to hear its name called. And then it happened. Half an hour and three other number eight seeds into the show. My alma mater, Northwestern University, finally, finally made it in. The number eight seed out of the West. There they are, the Northwestern Wildcats, 78 years in the making. I felt euphoric. I couldn't stop shaking. I halfway wondered whether I was having an out-of-body experience. I'm still not certain I'm not. Hey, what took you guys so long? <laughs> Welcome to the party. Enjoy. Here's the thing. I'm normally a pragmatist. I grew up spoiled rotten on professional basketball. I love that the NBA gives its finalists seven tries to ensure the best team wins. I love the guilt-free indignation NBA fans have when multimillionaires complain about minor work obligations, because it's easy to demand more from people when they see more zeros on a check than you could ever dream of. I love the NBA's clarity, two conferences, plain as day standings, and concrete postseason criteria. But it's different with college sports. College sports suck you in with feelings instead of flash. College athletes dedicate their time, energy, and bodies for nothing other than the pure love of the game. Very, very few of these athletes will ever make the pros and stay long enough to cash in. Northwestern hasn't sent a basketball player to the NBA since 1999. So most players have at most four playing years to achieve their sports dreams before snapping back to reality after graduation and setting into professional life. The NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament which pits 68 teams against one another in a single elimination bracket, is the pinnacle of college sports. It's about unlikely heroes and unthinkable upsets and the unbridled joy of victory. It's about one shot changing everything. Single elimination all the way to the top means the winner is the team that wants it more right now, not the one that can prove more effective for four games out of seven. There's a reason they call it March Madness. Northwestern was part of the birth of the NCAA. It hosted the first ever tournament way back in 1939. It's been 78 years since that first tournament. And in all that time, Northwestern has never earned a bid to the big dance. But this year has been different. The Wildcats won a school record 21 games in the regular season and posted a winning record in Big Ten play for the first time in almost 40 years. They beat then number seven Wisconsin without their leading scorer, junior guard Scotty Lindsay. And against a streaking Michigan team, they executed the play, easily the most significant sequence in Northwestern basketball history. It's a Northwestern fan's nature to assume the worst after years and years of heartbreak. But that's what makes this year so great, and it's why I've been wooed by the tournament I once scorned. As proud as I am to root for my hometown NBA team, geography bore me into that allegiance. I chose to go to Northwestern. I went to classes with team members, I interviewed them at open practices, and I high-fived them on the court. I've fallen for our shared history. But this is what draws me to the madness. What lures you may be different. Like, maybe it's the office pool and the prospect of bonding with coworkers and maybe winning a couple bucks at the end. Maybe it's the passion that will get to you. 
watching players sprint across hardwood until their shoes squeak and their bodies ache and their coaches fall face first on the floor after a game-winning shot. You might be taken with the tangible energy of the crowd, even through a TV screen, as thousands of fans pack neutral arenas clad in matching shirts and armed with common chants, cheers, and jeers. You might buy into the idea of community pride and be swayed by the urgency of the people around you every spring, even if you care little for basketball at all. You might not even realize you're in so deep until it comes to net cutting time, a tradition for the March Madness victors. Watching a series of people climb a ladder while holding a pair of scissors should, at most, trigger only some anxiety at the minor danger of it all. It shouldn't be anything remarkable. But when each triumphant team member comes away with an innocuous inch or two of twine and holds it in the air, you might just find yourself having, as they say, all the feels. Maybe you're grinning like an idiot, clapping along with the crowd, or even shedding a tear. You'll know you've found something special, and you won't want to let go. Shakespeare once wrote, love is merely a madness. But when it comes to March, I think he was being a little dismissive. Love is not merely a madness. The madness is what makes you fall in love in the first place. The unreasonable levels of passion, the crushing uncertainty, the knowledge that one moment can change everything, that's the crux of college basketball. It's been an emotional ride for my beloved Wildcats. From the moment their name was called to the wild ending of their first win over Vanderbilt. Northwestern lead. You gotta throw it down. You gotta throw it down. There's nobody in the front court. Fisher Davis went to the court. No good! And Northwestern has won! To falling short against Gonzaga in their second game. 79-73 final. Gonzaga reaches the Sweet 16 for the third straight year. It may have been a brief run for Northwestern, but hey, at least they got into the ballroom this year and I'm still sticking around to see how this year's dance plays out. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more of the week's selection of podcasts, including 7-Minute Explainers and This Week I Learned, go to theweek.com audio. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, tell your friends, or give us a rating or review on iTunes. I'm Kim Alters, and thanks so much for listening. 